Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I cannot believe that I'm going to agree with Andrew Cuomo, as many of you are shocked that you agree with Andrew Cuomo, that if this turns up nothing, the FBI is going to have a lot of explaining to do. Because they're treating the president of the United, the former president of the United States like he is the head of a drug cartel or a terrorist organization. Allegedly, the there was an informant who told the FBI where Trump kept certain files, even though they had openly discussed the return of whatever alleged files may have been taken. For the media to jump up and down and scream and yell that this president must be found guilty of a crime, he must be forever barred from office, would be to ignore that every president, since the Presidential Records Act of 1978 was passed, could in some way be found guilty of this, most specifically Barack Obama. Barack Obama spent $36 million trying to evade the Presidential Records Act. Real clear investigations, we've read to you the piece over and over again, detailed how thousands, tens of thousands of documents from the EPA, the State Department, the IRS went missing, vanished. There was no rating of Barack Obama's home or office or anything for that matter. We know that Hillary Clinton wiped servers clean, destroyed servers, destroyed government devices, which you would think there would be backup, right? I mean, you'd think that even if someone of her age may not personally understand how technology works, that the FBI, the DOJ, the NSA, the CIA... Somebody would be able to recover this this data. Hillary Clinton went out there and acted like, well, what's the big deal? I I, I didn't really mean to. You know what Donald Trump should have done since he was meeting with the FBI? He should have downloaded every piece of information, every bit of content from Hunter Biden's laptop should have printed it out, collated it in files marked classified, put them in a box marked classified, and left them right in his office. Because then the FBI would have taken them and they'd have to review them. There could be no excuse not to review them. You already heard Katie Benner and others say, any document that is on the premises of Mar-a-Lago is fair game and can be used in investigations related to other crimes. Now, had Donald Trump left a printed out copy of all of Hunter Biden's emails, maybe screenshots of various videos, text messages, what have you, what would the FBI have done if they were making the claim that what they were looking for was air fingers, quote, stolen, perhaps even classified documents, And they were given the warrant to review anything that they desired on the premises of Mar-a-Lago. 
And we have now multiple whistleblowers telling the offices of, Sen offices of Senator Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson that under Christopher Wray and Merrick Garland's watch, the FBI is squashing the investigation into Hunter Biden. If they had removed those contents from Donald Trump's office, it would have forced them to review them. What would they have said then? Well, this is not germane. This is not relevant to our investigation. You have to wonder. You have to wonder how much private, personal, and unrelated information about Donald Trump is going to be leaked to the press. Remember, it was Maggie Haberman and Glenn Thrush that were having regular off-the-record meetings, dinner meetings, with the Clinton campaign in the lead-up to the election. Would it surprise you if, if reporters at the Washington Post, the New York Times, NBC, ABC, CBS are working their, their sources? What else did you find? Just leak a little bit of it to us. You know, like Mitt Romney's tax returns. Like Donald Trump's tax returns. We've never gotten to the bottom of how Donald Trump's tax returns ended up on the in the New York Times building. Why don't we know that? Who had access to his tax returns? How did they end up in the New York Times? But they better find something so damning, so damaging, something so worthy of throwing this man in jail, or else it's going to be proven. This was political payback by Merrick Garland and Joe Biden and Christopher Wray. You know, in our history, we use the phrase McCarthyism. The Airfingers quote witch hunt to purge communists from within our society, our government, our pop culture. Did you ever see the movie Trumbo? Oh, it humanized communism. These were just people that wanted a better tomorrow, the communists. Now the government is on the hunt for the non-communist. Any threat, any challenge to the established order of Washington, D.C. is going to be smashed by the FBI. It would be amazing, though, if somebody was punking them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump's got documents. He's got them all over the place. They come in here. We're not allowed to use the word raid according to Stephanie Rule. That's pretty funny. Every media outlet, Vox, Politico, NPR, The Hill, you type in FBI raid Trump, you'll get a series of articles that refer to what the FBI did as a raid. But now you're not allowed to say raid because that sounds almost militaristic or something. It sounds violent. They better have something. They better have such damning evidence to justify the lengths they went to investigate a former president who they've been trying to sink and subvert since 2015. It is a fact that the FBI ran an illegal surveillance campaign against the Trump campaign, period, end of story. 
the contents of the FISA court were fraudulent. They know it. The media knows it. The Democrats know it. You know it. Not a single person has been charged with a crime of lying to the FISA court, swearing out a warrant, wherein you know the game that they were playing. You see, Bill and Hillary Clinton are very good at this. Mark Elias is very good at this. The Democrats are very good at this. They knew they couldn't just put a mole in the Trump campaign. They knew they couldn't just start wiretapping him. How else would they use the FISA court? Aha. We'll send one of our DNC lawyers to the FBI to say, I, just as a private citizen, a concerned citizen, have information that a server in Trump Tower is running back-channel communications with a Russian bank controlled by Putin. Well, that's foreign intelligence then, right? Foreign intelligence. This is not a standard criminal investigation where Trump would be made aware. You know, it's also true that the FBI briefed the Clinton campaign about attempts to affect their their campaign. It's called the defensive briefing. This apparently was never provided to Donald Trump. Why? You have Neil Katyal all over MSNBC. We played the clip the other day. I played it last night on Salem News. This is just the DOJ getting back to its roots of being apolitical. They better damn well have something that is so beyond the pale that Donald Trump must serve time or else, you know what? There'll be no denying this ever again. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. What you're seeing, though, and we're going to get into this, I think this is going to be the subject of my argument tonight on Salem News Channel. Something is happening. Something the Democrat left has wanted to happen for a long, long time. You know, we say Stalinist this and communist that. The Democrats are always referring to Republicans as Nazis. Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. Everything's Nazi. They seem to know nothing about what the Nazi party really was. The Nazis, by American governance, would be indistinguishable from the communists. Was the fact that the Nazi party genocidal makes them the worst of the two choices? Well, yes, I, yes. But their prescription for governance was no different. Purge your political enemies. Control everything from a central authority. Why do you think we have a war on local police right now by the Democrat left? I've said it to you. They don't hate law enforcement. They hate the kind of people that become cops. They hate the kind of people that become cops. You know, most of these FBI agents, maybe outside of the HRT, maybe outside of some of the tactical units. Most of these people are just lawyers with badges. They aren't taking street thugs to the, to the ground hard to put 
cuffs on them. They're not dealing with the violent bottom feeders of our society. They're lawyers. They're mostly lawyers who get a badge and a gun. You watch the Asharangapas of the world. What is she, four foot nine? 110 pounds? These are lawyers with guns. These are people who go to college in large part to become part of the the ruling class. That's what you see at the FBI. But defund the police. You have defund the police. Well, let's roll it back a little bit. Police departments were encouraged by the Obama administration included to take possession of used military hardware. That's why you see SWAT teams with these armored personnel carriers. They got used M4s, body armor, all sorts of gizmos and gadgets and things from the DOD through the DOJ. Remember, you heard it during the the lockdowns. We need to have this massive spending package to support local government. This has been the bait and the barbed hook for a long time. Once your local school, once they established the Department of Education and began taxing for the Federal Department of Education, resources that were generated locally were now transferred to the federal government. And to get the grant money, you have to follow the orders of the Federal Department of Education. We federalized education. Once we established Social Security, we federalized retirement. We see this now with green energy. Federal high-speed rail. We are systematically eliminating local jurisdictions, municipal, parish, village, and county jurisdictions, and placing them under the command and control of the federal government. So it started as grant programs for local police departments to buy squad cars or body armor or whatever it is. Remember Bill Clinton, the cops program. They wanted to hire, was it 25,000 new police officers? I forget the number. And what they did was the first year they paid, the federal government paid the salary of that officer. And in the second year, it was 75%. And eventually, it was supposed to be that the, the local government took over. But if the local government was being given something it couldn't possibly afford to begin with, then it would have to re-up those grants. So now you have the Department of Justice through grant programs funding local police departments, giving them their marching orders, telling them what laws they can and cannot enforce. Couple that with the, yes, Soros prosecutors. So you have this transfer of local authority and sovereign status of the states to now a client-like position, almost a welfare. So we have this defund the police movement. Crime is going up in the cities. 
Then what came next? Oh, abolish ICE. Abolish ICE. They want to get rid of the Border Patrol. But now they want 87,000 armed IRS agents. They don't want local police. They don't want county police. Oh, that's another one. Many blue states stripped their elected sheriffs of direct law enforcement powers. I live in New Jersey. You know what our sheriffs do? They run the county jail and bailiffs, and that's it. Sometimes they have coordination operations, meaning if there's multi-county or multi-township within a county issues or situations, then the sheriff's department will provide resources to coordinate. But in New Jersey, you're not getting pulled over by a sheriff's deputy. You're not calling 911 and the sheriff's department is showing up. It's an elected position with very little power. So there's another law enforcement agency taken out of the mix. We're increasing the size of federal law enforcement while decreasing the size of local law enforcement. We're building federal agencies on top of federal agencies that are day by day stripping away at the powers. Look at affirmatively furthering fair housing. The federal government is seeking to take away zoning from local governments and transfer it to the federal government through grant programs. This is what communists do. This is what the National Socialists would do. This isn't constitutional. You know, when people say the FBI is not called for in the Constitution, they're right. Now, if you're talking about a law enforcement agency that would deal only with issues of federal crimes, you might have something there. We're all watching that video of Ron Paul from 1989 talking about how really the state should deal with these things. He was crazy back then. Crazy. 87,000 new IRS agents who are going to be armed and must be prepared to use deadly force. If you're even seen, I mean, are they they going to be on horseback? Are any of these IRS agents going to be on horseback? I just want to know. If you're even seen as a Border Patrol agent riding a horse, you may be disciplined for the crime of whipping Haitian migrants, even if it didn't occur. Doesn't matter. They are cracking down on the American citizen. They are centralizing their power and their authority. This is not conspiracy theory. Look at the size of federal law enforcement. As they increase the tax code and consume more of the resources and the sovereignty of the states, they're going to increase the size and scope of the IRS. And they are showing you, you dared to upset the apple cart in Washington, D.C., Donald Trump, and we're going to show you who's boss. Is it any irony that a man who's under investigation for federal crimes, or at least allegedly was, Hunter Biden is flying around on Air Force One, walking around scot-free? Joe Biden, Ron Klain, Merrick Garland, and the rest of the communists 
are tightening their grip. Tightening their grip. These 87,000 people are not going to be concerned about your civil rights, the Constitution, or anything else. They are federal authorities now who have been told that you're a liar and a cheat and you must be treated accordingly. Defund the police, abolish ICE. Defund local government, federalize everything, tighten the grip. If this isn't stopped before you know it, we'll all be answering to the federal authority far, far away. And if the Democrats maintain one-party rule, they are just going to keep tightening this grip. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west on Sirius XM Patriot Channel 125. <laughs>